This week's episode is brought to you by Life Turning Point of Philadelphia. Life Turning Point of Philadelphia is a Bible-based life skills training program for homeless women and children. The organization is preparing for the grand opening in the spring of 2022, and will need your help to make that goal happen. Please visit their website at ltpphilly.org. That's ltpphilly.org. To check them out, make a donation, and to view their giving page is where the needs list lives to help the future residents in other urgent ways. And also, Light to the Point of Philadelphia is on Instagram at ltpphilly. So I thank you in advance for any way you wish to contribute. Now, let's get into this week's coaching. Episode 27 of the Coaching Through Podcast starts now. Welcome to the Coaching Through Podcast, where we covering people pleasers, codependent, and lack of boundary doers, hang out, be vulnerable, and take healing by the hand and say, let's go. I am your host, Vernisa Williams, aka V, therapist and core values coach. And it is my honor to bring coaching through to the podcast realm to create a safe space to work through your healing by reclaiming your voice. I am a single mom, grandmother, Christ believer, divorcee, social worker, and plant mom. We will coach through the topics of people pleasing, boundaries, being codependent, and much more. What's going on, everyone? Thank you for coming and chilling with me for another week of the Coaching Through Podcast. So this week's episode, we are coaching through the narcissist. Coaching through the narcissist. Now, there is so, so much information out there about narcissistic personality disorder. And there's a lot of information and talk and support and help about being in relationships with someone who displays behaviors as someone who is diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. So I will do my best not to bore you, but what I would like to do in this episode is share with you some practical tips for you to look out for whether you are interested in someone to be in a romantic relationship or just a friendship okay so let's jump right into it one be proactive you should already have a list of the things that you don't like what irritates you what frustrates you okay even what you don't like about yourself because People with narcissistic behaviors, when they find out what your insecurities are and things about yourself that you see as shortcomings, they will use that against you. When you have a conversation with someone and the conversation starts getting deep and intimate and you share with people those things you do not like, whether, oh, I I don't like the bunion on my foot or I don't like my hair texture. You feel as though your eyes are too big. They will use that against you. This is why it's important for you to know what you don't like about yourself because when you're in these relationships and when you're having conversations with people, when they bring up your insecurities and now you're standing there feeling a certain type of way, 
I don't care if they bring it up in a lax way or they bring it up an example with someone in their family or someone that they know. That's a red flag. I'm just saying. Okay, because nine times out of ten, they did not pull it out of their butt. They are using the data that you gave them. Be mindful how it feels in your body. That feeling is exactly what someone with narcissistic personality disorder wants to pluck you with. Okay? You don't want to be in any kind of relationship with anyone that's going to stir that up in you. Especially when you had a conversation with them and you shared how this particular thing makes you feel and your thoughts about it. Why would someone who has emotional intelligence bring that up? Do not rationalize it. Do not overthink it. And I know it is good to give people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they forgot. But if your gut, your spirit is signaling you, you don't want to ignore it. Please don't ignore it. Because absolutely, us people pleasers, we ignore a lot of stuff that we should not ignore. Please don't ignore it. The second tip, you have your list. Likes, don't likes, triggers. You have all this written down. Let's say you don't like bike riding. For whatever reason, that's your business. And the person that you are spending time with what you want to do today? Well, it's a nice day out. Well, let's go do something. And you might say, I don't really know. Or you may bring up something you want to do. And they bring up something that you do not like doing. Communicate that you don't like bike riding. Let's do something else. Because here's the thing. You don't owe anyone a change in your preferences to please them. You understand what I'm saying? If you don't want to go bike riding because you don't like it, you don't have to go bike riding. Here's your red flag. If you start to think, oh, well, they're not going to like me. They're not going to want to go out on another date with me. They're not going to this. They're not going to that. They may feel this. They may think that. Your people-pleasing, codependent, and lack of boundary tendencies has been triggered. It's so many other things that you can do instead of you doing something you really don't want to do. Without you dishonoring your values, without you changing who you are for a new interaction with someone. Why? Why? They are not doing that for you. They are observing what you do. They are observing every decision that you make. How many times you say yeah? How many times you say no? You need to observe what they do. When you are considering bringing someone new in your space, in your life, getting into a new relationship, that if that person is pushing your boundaries, making you feel a certain type of way, making a joke out of what you say, what you don't like to do, mm-mm, red flag, snip, snip. Three, along with your likes, don't likes, triggers, and all those things, we talked about this many times. Know what your core values and your values are. You have your non-negotiables for a reason. Your non-negotiables are to protect you, and they are who you are at your core. They are a necessity of your well-being. 
how you move in your world, how you communicate with people, how you set up your environment, okay? Non-negotiable. Your core values helps you guard your heart. If something go on that is against your core values, take inventory, step back and look at it. Be curious, what is going on with that? If it's a non-negotiable, step back. It's a non-negotiable for a reason. Don't allow anyone to dishonor what your core values are. I don't care if they know what they are or not. You know what they are. Don't allow anyone to step over that. Okay? No relationship is worth that. And I'm going to say it. No sex is worth that. No money is worth that. Because your well-being is priceless. Nothing is worth that. Because best believe you step over that boundary one time. Especially if you had the conversation with the person and the person knows what your core values are. What you believe in. Okay? That person who have this behavior, they are going to see, oh, well, she said this and that. He said this and that. I'm seeing something different from what they said to me. That is an instant open door for them to go washad all over you, all in your life. I am talking about people that has narcissistic personality disorder behaviors. I am talking about toxic people. I'm talking about individuals who hurt people because they are hurting. Don't let it happen. Okay? Is what that person doing and saying against your core values. If they are, that's a red flag. Step back. Four, this is why doing the work, learning about who you are, asking God to help you through this process is extremely necessary. We have to learn what is God's spirit saying to us? What is our gut saying? Because I will always say this, 99.9% what our gut tells us is true. But 100% of what God's spirit tells us is always true. We need to do this work so we can be strengthened to do the things that we're just yearning to do. We're longing to be in a relationship. We want to explore new friendships. And as hard as that is being a middle-aged woman, a millennial woman, it's a challenge. It's hard out here in these streets. We want to be around people. We want to feel connected to the people that are in our lives. But many times we have to separate ourselves when we are going through a healing process. But we can still have control while we are healing and being mindful of the work that you've already done. When something comes in front of you that can cause that work to decrease, if you have the power to not let that happen, don't let that happen. In relationships, many people talk about, you know, I'm going to write my list. I'm going to make my list. And this is how I want him to look and have and do. And I want her to have this, her body, and all these things. Let us create a repelling, toxic people list. Let's make a list with that. Let's create a list that's going to help us not 
get into these toxic, narcissistic, mentally and emotionally abusive relationships, codependent relationships, a list that states what we are not going to do, what are we not going to accept. Let's create a list of that, our knows, our needs, all those preferences, all those significant expressions of how we are choosing to live our lives. Let's have a permanent list in our mind and in our heart. Let us pray and ask God to help us to hear his spirit, to help us to be obedient, to ask him to remind us when we are off track, to bring to your remembrance what his word says about this, to bring back to your remembrance the last consequence you had to deal with. Lord, help me, remind me, (laughs) remind me of that situation, remind me what it was like, remind me how it felt before I make a decision. Five, be honest with yourselves when you are feeling weak and vulnerable. Be mindful of that. Be honest with yourself because it's not a good thing to open the door to new relationships If you are feeling weak, if you are feeling vulnerable, if your wounds are open, it's not a good idea because people with narcissistic personality disorder or displaying those behaviors, they can see right through that. They can actually see the sign on your forehead. They can see it. Take that time for yourself. If you know within yourself, that you are still vulnerable, okay? Again, remember your values and core values. Last and certainly not least, number six, do not become emotionally attached to people too soon. A month too soon, three months too soon. I know somebody is gonna be like, love at first sight, I saw my woman, I saw my man, she was married within a year. Listen, that's not everybody's story, right? So if you are quickly attaching yourself emotionally to people, again, you need to be honest with yourself and step back and search yourself, search your heart with curiosity, okay? Why am I feeling so close to this person? What are you feeling when you see that y'all share the same backstory? Y'all lived in the same neighborhood. That don't mean nothing. All that means is y'all share the same backstory and y'all live in the same neighborhood. That does not mean y'all need to be together. What it could mean is that you're about to step into a trauma bond and you need to exit stage right. This is why being mindful and processing through what you know what your triggers are and your weaknesses are and we all have them we all have them we all have them use your life experience to to your advantage when you are feeling weird about something or icky or uncomfortable about something use it to your advantage rebuild or build your gut muscles rebuild your discernment so that you can grow to start trusting yourself. Because a lot of times you miss the signals that your body is telling you. 
because of lack of self-trust. Allow your body to help you to trust yourself again. Or for the first time ever, listen to the signals your body is trying to tell you. No matter how insignificant you think the signal is. Strengthen your spirit. Strengthen your gut. And some people call it your knower. Strengthen it. Listen to it. Very rarely it will steer you wrong. Healing helps us to learn how to trust ourselves. Okay. And if we are in a state in our healing process that we don't trust ourselves, getting into a romantic relationship, bringing people in your life too early and allowing them to attach themselves to you emotionally, it's not going to help your eyes open up to see a toxic person coming your way because your emotions are caught up. Communicating your boundaries early on in any relationship is paramount. Having boundaries in place, no matter what stage of your relationship you are in, will save you time and can save your life. Well, I hope all of the tips I shared with you gives you a new perspective, something to think about before you start opening the door to any type of relationship. I really hope it was helpful for you. So here's my shout out for this week. My shout out is all of you, each and every one of you. I know I say it all the time, but I'm going to keep saying it. I thank you. Thank you for bringing me in your home. Thank you for allowing me to join you on your walk and while you clean your homes and have your meal and before you go to bed. Thank you. I am so honored to be able to continue doing this. I hope each and every one of you have an amazing week. We are smack dab into the holiday season. Next week, meet me here with the following two weeks, Wednesday the 22nd and the 29th. I will be taking the holiday off and will return Wednesday, January the 5th. Also coming up this Saturday, December the 11th, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am hosting a free workshop on building your values and core values. I would love it if you will stop by and join me. When you sign up for the workshop, I will send you an email to give you further instructions. I will put the link in the show notes for y'all to check it out. I hope the tips that I shared today will help at least one person. And I'll see you next week. And on that note, as always, now and after, be well and peace out.